Okay, so I know how many of you cringe at the thought of doing cold outreach in the DMs, which is why you're going to be so happy that this episode is dedicated all around the subject of selling in the DMs without being or feeling like an absolute sleaze. Because DMs is a dish best served warm. We absolutely do not want to be sending out cold DMs to people because the first thing that they're going to do, if they even open the DM in the first place, is ignore you. And so why would we want to waste our own time and energy feeling terrible, feeling rejected? Nobody wants to speak back to us. It's just not an exercise that I would recommend that you schedule in your business. What I would recommend, though, is that you do get comfortable around selling in the DMs because it can be a really great way to nurture relationships, build trust, invite people onto discovery calls, invite people to download your lead magnet and ultimately to sell your offer. Although that is not where we start with a DM. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online sales success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income and freedom that you've been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. So this episode, like I said, is all around the subject of how to do it well, how to do it so that you feel good and the person that you're DMing feels good as well. So before I kick off, I just want to say thank you to those of you that have been listening to the podcast, specifically around the Instagram episodes that we've done. And you've headed into my DMs and told me how it's been helping you, what results you've been able to change and see on your Instagram account. And I love hearing that feedback. So thank you for listening, but also thank you for taking that step of reaching out to me and letting me know what you're implementing, what you're putting in place and of course, how that is helping you. So let's get into the detail of DMs. Like I said, DMs are a dish best served warm. We do not want to be doing anything freezing cold. So the first thing I want to start with is how to really instigate a DM. Now, my biggest tip for you here is that the simple answer is you don't. You don't instigate the DM. They do. Your audience instigate the DM. And the best way that you can start that conversation and get them to want to DM you first is by either putting a very strong call to action at the end of a carousel post, at the end of a long copy caption where you've given some value. It could be that you give that call to action on a face to camera video in your stories. It could be that you drop a poll or a sticker that somebody is then encouraged to answer, which automatically puts them into your DMs and gives you that opportunity to continue the conversation. So for those of you that are now thinking, ah, right, okay, so I don't have to do that first DM of, hi, 
love your page, you know, please don't send that DM. It's so disingenuous because, well, firstly, unless you followed them first, why would you be saying, I love your page? Because if you haven't followed them, you're showing them that you clearly don't love it that much. Yeah, so you want to be feeling good about this exercise of DMing and you feel really good about it when they start the conversation. So this is my my first and probably my best tip for you is to just focus on how to get your audience to feel like they want to DM you first, okay? Now, the reason we want to do this in the first place is because having a personal conversation with somebody really does accelerate trust. Now, your content is what you're relying on to demonstrate credibility and authority, why you are that trusted expert in your field, in your niche. Your content can do a lot of the hard work for you. Even your content can start to nurture the relationship if you are creating good videos and you're really getting your face out there. It's very hard to build trust through graphics. So if you're not at the moment doing video and really showing your audience who you are and bringing your energy to your social media, then trust is going to take a longer time to build, okay? So think about, are you really giving your opportunity to your audience to learn to love you? You know, are you really giving them the opportunity to get to know you? And from there, trust will build. Now, when you're in a conversation with somebody, you know, a two-way conversation, you can ask questions, you can be curious, you can share information. What you don't want to do is dive in with what you're struggling with right now because they're not going to answer that. You don't want to be asking, how are you? Because all they're going to say is, fine, thanks, how are you? Because that's what we tend to do. So, you know, with those types of questions, they're very predictable, they're very samey, and you don't want to be tarred with the same brush as everybody else. You want to do something that's a bit different. So the first thing is only get into two-way conversation with people that you actually want to speak to. Yeah, that's one of the biggest rules of doing this and doing it well is only chat to the people that you feel called to chat to, the people whose energy you bounce off, the people whose posts you've read and enjoyed. Okay, so only chat with people that you really want to have a chat with and make sure that you're getting to know them as a human before you start asking them questions about their business goals or their weight loss journey or depending on what kind of coach you are you know let's say you're a relationship coach you wouldn't meet somebody straight off the bat and say so are you looking for marriage <laughs> you know you just wouldn't say that so you've got to build that connection and that relationship first before you can dive in and ask them what their goals and desires are, what their blocks are, what's holding them back from achieving their goals and desires, and then more importantly, position yourself as the person to fix that. You have to wait to be able to do that. Don't be too quick to send links, even if they do come into your DMs and say, I saw you talking about your six-week coaching offer. I think I might be interested. I wouldn't send a link for that. I would come back to that DM by saying, amazing, really glad that you're excited to hear more about my offer. But just so that I know that it's a good fit for you, can you tell me a little bit more about what it is that you want to achieve? When is it that you want to achieve that by? What have you already tried? And of those things, what's worked, what's not worked? Get them to really start telling you about where they're at 
And obviously bonus points if you do this by voice note, because again, you get to bring your energy to that. So ask them questions before dropping links. Now by doing this, by asking questions, you're doing what we call in the sales world, qualifying your audience. You're finding out more about them so that you can get clear in your mind whether they are right for your offer. And by doing that, you're actually showing them that you care that they're a good fit. You care whether or not they're going to make a good investment or not so good investment. Why would you want somebody to invest in your offer if they weren't a good fit? Well, the answer is you wouldn't, would you? And you want them to know that about you, that your integrity is strong, yeah? That you really want to know that they're a good fit before you send them the link, before you invite them to invest their money, okay? So where are we going now? Where are we going now? I guess what I would love to know from you guys is what are the big struggles that you find with DMs? Because I want to create podcast episodes that really help you with the things, the specific things that you're struggling with. So as I carry on through this episode and share more tips and strategies with you, if you feel like there's a gap, if you feel like there's a, yeah, but Rachel, how would I do this? Then I really do want to encourage you to come into my DMs and tell me what that is, because I'll create an episode to help you, okay? I've got about the next eight episodes, like really well thought through and planned. And after that, it could go anywhere. (laughs) You could be the driver of my topic list for future episodes. So please do let me know. What do I want to share with you now? So I want to get you thinking about curiosity. What does curiosity like really mean when you meet somebody new for the first time? Well, what I want you to imagine is if you met me for the first time and you didn't know me, we were in a coffee shop together. You met me for the first time. We said a quick hello. Let's say we were, it was a busy coffee shop and we were forced to share the same table and we started chatting. What questions would you ask me as we started chatting? Well, the first thing you would do is you would ask me about situations, circumstances that were immediately surrounding us, because at that moment, that's what we have in common. What we have in common is we sat in the same coffee shop at the same table at the same time of day on the same day. Yeah. And we're, you know, if you're a woman, you know, we're both women Notice all the things that you have in common because the things that you have in common with somebody help to build rapport. Yeah, so if I was sat at the same coffee shop table as you, you might make a conversation about the types of coffee that we'd both decided to drink or the time of day that we were there and how busy it was, how the types of people that were in there or the offer that they had on cake at that time. We would look for commonality around our circumstances, because that's where we have things in common. That's where we can start our rapport from. And when you have that rapport, then you can take the conversation into other places, into other topics, into other things. Okay. So if you relate that to your Instagram audience or any other social media audience for that matter, look for the things that you have in common with somebody if they are posting about their family, where they live, their pet, a holiday. Now, you're not going to be one of these sleazy people that says, so did you enjoy your holiday? Oh, and by the way, do you want to buy my thing? That's not what we're doing here. We're just trying to get a conversation going with somebody who looks like they might be a good fit for you 
so that you can learn more about them. And eventually you can decide and they can decide whether or not you're a good fit to take the conversation further. Because in having that engaged DM conversation about their, let's say it's a holiday, what Instagram will start to do is notice that you and that person are chatting. And then what the algorithm will start to do is show that person your content because the algorithm has learnt that you and that person like each other, that you are not just following each other, but you're now having a conversation in the DMs. The algorithm knows that. So it will start to show that person your posts. It will start to push your content out to that person more because it thinks that person wants to see it. They'll be more likely to then watch your stories which is where you can nurture the relationship and help them to see what specialist area you focus in, what sort of coach you are, what sort of mentor you are, what your upcoming course is all about, what your launch is all about. They will start to see that. And if it resonates for them, they may well then turn into that person who answers one of your poll stickers and arrives in your DMs saying, I'd like to know more about your offer. Okay, so this is not a sleazy way of us creating a, you know, our own pipeline where there's a certain day and time where we go, ta-da, really, I'm here to sell to you. That is not what this is. It's just about building a human relationship. Okay, so some of the things that we do in the DMs, which have really helped to build trust, to get to know people, and now those people are inside my coaching programs is where we have a call to action on the back page of a carousel, where I use polls and stickers in my stories, yeah, and somebody then answers those, they arrive in my DMs and we have a chat. Those are the things that are working really well for me and they could work really well for you too, okay? So I hope that these tips have been super useful for you. One of my favorite things to do is to jump on discovery calls with my clients. I actually call them personal breakthrough calls, but I think the most common name for them in, maybe you call them a discovery call in your business, maybe you call them something else, but I think, you know, the coaching industry in general calls them discovery calls. Engaging the DMs is one of the best ways that I've been able to grow the number of discovery calls that we get booked in the diary. And I want to extend an invitation to you that if right now you're thinking to yourself, if I could just get on a discovery call with my ideal client and have a conversation, I know I would have a much better chance of selling my offer. And so you want to book discovery calls, but you don't really know what the steps are, what the critical steps are to be able to make that happen. So I want to extend an invitation to you to come and join me on a three-week sales sprint. You'll be with me and a small group of other coaches inside Voxer, so inside a chat group, where I will be supporting you to implement my nine-step blueprint for booking more discovery calls. I've just run this sprint with a really amazing group of women who one of them within the first three days had booked 10 market research calls with her audience. She couldn't believe how many people in her audience were very keen to have a chat with her, you know, to give up their time, to jump on Zoom, to really hear more about, you know, what she wanted to learn from the market, about their needs and their desires, what they want. And so, yeah, it's been a very successful first round of the sprint. So I'm running it again. It kicks off on the 27th of June. So if you do want to come and join me for three weeks, you'll need to be quick. All the booking information is in the link in my Instagram bio or 
we've linked it below this podcast episode for you. If you have been listening to my podcast and enjoying my tips and strategies around how to grow your sales and you think, yes, I want to book more discovery calls and I want to go and get into this smaller group of people with Rachel and really get personalized help over a three-week period, come and join me on the book More Discovery Calls Sprint and we will help you to do just that fill out your diary with amazing ideal clients. So I'll leave it there for today. As ever, the invitation is there for you to come and let me know what you enjoyed about this episode, what you're going to implement, and of course, what results you get from doing it. I'll see you soon. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there. 